Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. I hope that a lot of you have had the opportunity to check out my international radio station. It seems to be doing really, really well. I'm doing a 100 times better on my radio station than I'm doing on YouTube. I don't know if many of you have been noticing lately, but YouTube has been extremely boring. It's been dull. A lot of people are just simply not making videos. People are leaving YouTube. People are talking about leaving YouTube. And, of course, the people who run YouTube are absolute assholes who are screwing a lot of folks over, demonetizing, kicking people whether they want to go or not. So I guess a lot of folks are running towards Rumble or many other video sites. Well... When you get an opportunity, if you're not checking out my radio station, you can check out my merchandise, you can check out my shirts, and also I've written books. Uh, if you're into reading sci-fi or science fiction, fantasy, that type of stuff, dark horror, then uh, my books are right up your alley. And of course, I do music. I'm into graphic design, art, and all this. Well, besides doing all that stuff, on Friday, 7 p.m. Central, I'm going to be doing a live show. Now, I have rules to my show. You're allowed to cuss. You're allowed to act like a damn fool if you want to. We can talk. We can debate. We can discuss. The only rule that I have is that before my music drops, I do about a 10-minute intro where I do uh, music and announce that the show is going to begin while I'm getting my technical stuff together. Now, I don't enjoy doing live shows by myself. I usually have a set of topics together, but I usually want it to where there's at least one person in before the music, before the intro drops. You're able to come in right away. And you just wait for that music to go, and then I'll be on the screen, and then I'll bring you up, and then we can talk. I don't want to be sitting there by myself talking for 20, 30 minutes all by myself for an hour waiting for people to come in. So if I don't have at least one person, I will shut it down within 15 minutes after doing my intro if at least one friend or stranger comes in and has a conversation with me. That is the reason why I do live shows, so I can talk to people. If I want to do a solo video, well, I've already got 500 to 1,000 of those made. Um, the chat, the shows are about chatting with you and hearing your views and perspectives and ideas. And speaking of perspectives and ideas, as many of you know, on my community page, I put a poll system up and I asked people, what would you like me to make a video about? What would you like me to talk about? Um, it could be anything from advice to, do you want me to talk about God, religion, atheism, politics, uh, the state of the world and reality existence uh it could be anything from what's your view on this book or this movie or this game or on this subject matter having to do with sociology or psychology and a lot of you have said that you want to hear my thoughts on parenting i gave a topic about bad parenting up there so many of you voted for that so today we're going to discuss that and uh, remember, Friday, 7 p.m. Central, I'll be doing a live show. If there's any videos that you disagree with or you have something that you want to say about it, that's the time to do it.
All right. So I'm not a professional therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a, a doctor. I don't have any credentials for any of that shit. I've never went to school for being a teacher or a professional parenting therapist or any of this shit or counselor. But I can tell you that I have the cred, the street credibility of actually being a father of two successful children who are now in their 20s. I have a son that just recently turned 25 years old. He had him a cake, ice cream, and uh, all that. And we watched some Star Trek Strange World shows together recently and talked and chilled. Uh, my son has a beautiful working young lady in his life. He's may marry her. He's, his views on um, marriage are unusual because of how relationships work nowadays in our modern times. A lot of... Uh, a lot of strange women out there, a lot of women out there take advantage of young men, so he's taking his time with it. There's a lot of boys out there and young men who jump right into relationships and then they find themselves getting screwed or whatever. But I've taught my son all of his life that whether it's a guy or a woman, uh, friendship, relationship, whatever the deal is, always... Get to know them as well as you possibly can before you make the decision to tie the knot or commit yourself to anything. That's what I've taught my son and daughter. My son, I'm at 25, my daughter is 21. Um, a few months ago, she had a birthday. She also got her a new truck. Um, my son doesn't need a new vehicle because when he started driving, he right off the bat got him a new truck. So... She's been having some tough times with um, driving. She's got a lot of anxiety. Um, she's been involved in a car accident whenever she was a child. My wife was driving to an intersection. She had the right of way, and somebody slammed into the vehicle and almost killed my wife and my daughter. And ever since then, my daughter has had anxiety. She's okay with sitting in the passenger side, but driving... And on top of that, she's seen repeated car accidents throughout her life on the highway. Yeah, my wife and daughter were almost killed in a car accident many years ago. I didn't talk about that back in the day very often. During that time, I was having a lot of social media problems. And uh, I was kind of just dealing with whenever I made videos, just talking about the usual topics I got into. My wife is okay now, and so is my daughter, but that is something that happened. Well, as far as parenting goes, I remember thinking whenever I was younger, whenever I started to get to the point where I started thinking, do I want a family? Do I want to get married? Do I want to be in a relationship? All this kind of stuff. I remember thinking that it was very scary, and I also had very negative views about having children or bringing them into the world when I was younger because my parents were such failures. Um, my mother and father, they had some good things about them, but they were not good as parents. They weren't even really decent as people. They were very self-absorbed. 
my father was very into car restoration and mechanic stuff, and he seemed as though he preferred either going solo fishing by himself or working on cars all day as opposed to spending time with sons or daughters or kids. In fact, he made it pretty clear to me whenever I was younger he didn't even want to be a parent um, that uh, apparently my mother wasn't doing her birth control properly. Yes, my father actually told me that it's probably one of the most wicked things a parent can tell you, but my father has never been one of those people that holds back his feelings or his thoughts or that is one thing about my dad that some people like is they like the fact that he's truthful and he won't, uh, he doesn't give a shit if he hurts people's feelings, even if they're his own kids. So if you don't want to know something, my dad's not this type of person you want to ask unless you're ready for the fucking cold-hearted truth. My mother was a bipolar manic depressive who was on so many medications she was referred to as the human pharmacy. So watching them fail repeatedly at the parenting accomplishment, it made me think that it made me believe on a psychological level that if I ever had kids, I probably wouldn't be very good at it. And I also watched other family members. I watched my friends and seen how their parents were. And I seen how some people turned out later on in life. I'm now 45 years old. I was born in 1976. I've seen countless marriages go bad. I've seen countless parenting go bad where kids ended up getting on drugs joining gangs, getting into bad shit, failing at school. I've seen young women get pregnant before they're even grown up enough to even be considered anything but a kid themselves. So I really didn't have any reason to think at all that having children myself would be a good idea. And on top of that, I've always been pretty damn poor. Not poor like in living in Africa, pulling flies and maggots out of my fucking hair, kind of poor. But the kind of poor that makes it harder to um, take care of a home uh, that you own, paying bills, all that kind of shit. I'm one of those type of people in middle America who find it very difficult to afford health insurance. Uh, in fact, I don't even have any. I either have to choose between Netflix live streaming... <laughs> <laughs> or being able to get work done when I get sick. <laughs> I come from a family, a lot of them Irish and Indian, and their attitude is, unless you're fucking dying, um, you don't need to go to a hospital. You know, if you got fucking cancer, their words are, well, you'll just shrug it off, you fucker. You'll be fine. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Uh, why do I need to buy you some floss and toothpaste? Uh, just use a fucking rusty nail. That kind of attitude. Yeah, it's like that. I originally grew up and lived in the city for the longest fucking time. And then I moved out in the country. And uh, it literally is country. I'm so far out in the fucking woods, ladies and gentlemen, that Jason Voorhees would get lost. And be horrified if he tried to walk around here. Even though we've got lakes and ponds and rivers and shit. <laughs> so eventually, obviously, I got older. I ended up meeting a really good woman. I got to know her for quite a few years before I tied the knot with her and put a ring on her finger. I remember we had... 
talked off and on about doing the whole marriage thing, but I kept on thinking to myself, why do we need a piece of paper? Why do we need a court or church to tell us we're official? As far as I was concerned, I was getting all the benefits of what you'd get in a marriage anyway. But as time went by, my wife, uh, who would become my wife, uh, did decide that it was very important to her. She wanted to have that. She wanted to be able to say, yes, I'm, I'm like legally married to this man. And we went ahead and did it. And I think one of the major reasons it convinced me is because one, um, I knew that it would help our, the income basis. When you're married to someone, you kind of share the whole taxes and all that kind of stuff. And also I didn't want my son to be born into a world where his parents weren't actually married. I felt like that was important. So although I loved my woman who would become my wife, it was also important that if I was going to have children, that they know that their parents are official, that they're legal and all that kind of stuff. If that makes sense. Now, I did it for all those reasons before, but later on in my life, I'm very happy that I did all that. Most of it was for kind of uh, appropriate reasons or what kind of fit in society. But nowadays, I'm glad that I'm married. I'm glad that me and my wife uh, tied the knot. I think that it was a good decision on the basis of love and caring and all that. I'm just saying that during the time, I had a different mindset. Well, I found out something shocking. I found out that if you bring children into the world and you love them, you spend time with them, don't be so quick to yelling and screaming or disciplining them by whipping their ass, but actually when they make a mistake or do something wrong, if you can find the patience in yourself to sit down with your kids, explain why something is fucking wrong or immoral or something they shouldn't do, and also explain in great detail what the fucking consequences are of, you know, playing out in the street or drinking poison, that kind of shit and you give them advice and suggestions and actually pay attention to them and also learn how to not only instruct but also listen to your child because believe it or not as children get older they start getting really good at communicating what it is that will make them happy what the, will make them feel good and if you don't look at them like some parents do as if they're your fucking property, but actually look at them as another human being who didn't ask or choose to be in this fucking world, if you think of them as another person and not just a part of you or just something that you made the decision to have, you think of them as a person who has a mind, a brain, free will, can make choices, they're sentient, and have a heart as well, and you treat them as such, surprisingly, you will learn that you will have constructed some decent human beings on the planet, that you will actually have kids that you can be proud of and never disappointed in if you keep what I'm telling you in mind. Too many fucking parents out there, they want a carbon copy of themselves. They feel like if their kids don't 
go from A to B and do things like they do immediately, then their kids ain't worth the shit. There's parents out there nowadays that force their kids to do things that their children don't want. I think that if a kid doesn't want to do something, then you shouldn't make them do it. Like, for instance, my kids told me whenever they were younger, I suggested and encouraged them to go to church. They said, no, don't want to go to church. They were willing to have conversations with their father and their mother about a higher power or the concept of God or their belief system, but they didn't want to go to some church where they were surrounded by strangers listening to some imperfect man behind a podium tell them how to walk with God. They figured if they were going to get any good spiritual advice, it would be from the people that they trusted and loved, people that wouldn't rob them one day down the road or do something scandalous or sinful in their eyes. Whenever it came to entertainment or anything in this world, you know, if my kids said, I need some clothes, if I need this, if I need that, I made sure they had it. If they knew summer was almost up, they were getting ready to go back to school, we would sit down and say, what do you need for school? What do you need in order to be as useful as possible in the classroom? The kids would put out a list for me. We'd go to the store and we would get what they needed. A lot of parents nowadays, they don't even care. When they're going grocery shopping, they want the kid to be quiet. Instead of telling the kid to be quiet and expect the kid to be completely chill out in a store, why don't you try having a conversation with them? Like say, so what do you think? Should we get some milk and orange juice? Should we get this? Tell them that the orange juice has vitamins in it, that milk in some ways is good for you unless you've got a relative who's got some kind of problem with drinking milk. I forget what the word is called, lactose or something. I've got some family members like that where they get sick if they drink milk, so they get the shits. So you got to be careful with that. So I ended up finding out that as long as you love your kids, as long as you truly, sincerely love your kids, your kids are going to feel that vibe. They're going to know it. And I also discovered that kids tend to respect you if they're doing something wrong and you make sure you spend time with them explaining things, they really appreciate that. They really appreciate the fact, and even if it seems like at the moment when you're disciplining them that they're not enjoying it or they're rolling their eyes, later on they will be telling you stories that, I remember when I was little, Dad, and you did this and you told me that, and I remember I wasn't happy then, but I thank you for, you know, what you've done, how you fathered me, how you were the man in my life that took care of us and all that kind of thing. That's one thing you got to realize by kids. Nobody likes to be told that they're doing wrong. Nobody likes to be told, uh-uh, you're not doing that right. But if you do it in a sensible, decent way, like you would with any other human being, you're not going to offend them or hurt them or make them feel uncomfortable or awkward in that position. A lot of parents nowadays, I've noticed whenever uh, I've had a lot of friends where some of them, their parents would just, the first thing they would do when they were mad at their kid was yell or scream on top of their lungs or instantly tell them to get in their damn room where you're grounded or you know, some parents, I watch them beat the shit out of their kids and all that. 
over something trivial or minute. I got to say that in all the time that I have been a father, I've only had to spank my son once, give him a couple swats across the ass because he decided that he wanted to grab some stuff out of the store whenever we were getting ready to leave. And I had already explained to him a few times that you don't take things that aren't yours. He was still a, a young boy whenever he did it. So, you know, I didn't get all, you know, Charles Bronson on his ass or anything, but I gave him a couple swats and I said, that's no, no. And because I rarely ever spanked him or rarely did anything, that was the first time I remember him thinking, man, I don't want any more of that shit. I don't want dad's big old hand or paw going across my ass in a mall like fashion. So <laughs> that uh, took care of that. Yep. I see a lot of parenting, a lot of parents do wrong because a lot of them don't seem like they ever want to have kids. They don't seem like they want to be patient. A lot of parents have gotten into this routine where they work all day and then they don't spend any time with their kids. When they do come home, they're exhausted, they're tired, they're pissed off about their day. And then they either take it out on their spouse or the children that they have. And they're rarely there and they leave it up to the government and the schools to raise their children for them or their grandparents and all that kind of shit. I didn't have that benefit uh, when my kids were growing up. My uh, grandmother ended up dying and my real mother ended up passing away years back while my boy was still a baby. So um, my kids never had that. There was never anybody I could call on the phone and say, hey, can you watch my kids? Can you do this? And plus, I, me and my wife had seen so many videos and so much shit where people would hire babysitters and then the babysitters would abuse the kids or do horrible things to them and shit or scared them. So my wife and I decided if we're going to bring kids in the world, then we're going to be responsible for them. When we go to the store, we take them with us. We go anywhere, the kids come with us. And that also kind of helped us because it kept us away from parties. It kept us away from shit that might have got some young adults like my wife and I in serious trouble. If we were only willing to go places that were acceptable for children, then that meant that we weren't going to be the kind of parents that were going out to bars and drinking and doing stupid shit. Instead, we were being the adults that were required in order to take care of kids. A lot of people, they're not like that. There's some people who think it's a good idea to go out to a party with their friends, even if they're adults, drink their ass off, and then come home vomiting and falling all over the place in front of their own children. And, of course, some assholes get addicted, and then they start becoming a problem for their spouses and their kids. Drugs, alcohol, all that kind of shit. My kids never had to worry about that. I've always had a clear, stable mind. The only thing my kids have ever had to deal with whenever it comes to me that was negative was having to deal with my health issues. As I've gotten older, I've had a lot of problems and all that. And uh, that's something they've had to experience and deal with and also my daughter has had some health issues in the past that involved a lot of doctor stuff but besides that we made sure she made it to her appointments made sure she got her medicine yada 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 
And uh, it is what it is. I think a lot of parents who do want their kids to be successful, they don't want their kids to be successful in the way where a kid is successful based upon their own accomplishments or what they desire to do. Have you noticed that? Some parents, they only think their kid can be successful is if their kid does exactly the kind of same shit they do or inherit a career or a job that they have. Uh, parents hate it whenever they hear that their kid did something good that has nothing to do with what they're capable of or what they know how to do. A lot of parents don't understand that. If the kid says, I really enjoy doing a job that you would have never done, you should still tell them, I'm proud of you. I think that's great. I'm glad that you found something that makes you happy. I'm glad that you found something that gets you paid so you can pay your bills and do your stuff. Unless your kid is getting into something that is dangerous to them or, you know, uh, being a porn star or something, really anything they do, whether it's computers, design, or working in a factory or even a restaurant, you should tell them, I'm proud of you. You're proud of them because there's a lot of kids out there that don't even know the first fucking thing about what they're going to do or what they can do with their life. If your kids start getting jobs and doing things, which I've seen my son and daughter do, and they're making their own money and they're making it in the world, one of the things I'm most appreciative of being a father is, is that I know that if I died tomorrow, my kids would be able to take care of themselves. That's awesome. I can't tell you how much anxiety I had when I first brought my son into the world. I was like, what is my kids going to do? How long do I need to exist or be alive until they realize what they got to do? How old will they be by that time? And I, that's a realistic fear, ladies and gentlemen, because I've seen so many fucking people out there. I've seen things on the news where some kids never grow up and they stay in their parents' house till they're like fucking 40 years old <laughs> and don't do anything for themselves. And that's terrible. My son, by the time he was 22 years old, um, said actually at about between 18 and 20, he decided he wanted to move into his own home. He said, I'm ready to drive. I'm ready to have my own home. And he did it. He got it going. We helped him out a bit. We made sure that he got some good deals and some stuff. And he uh, did well for himself. And my daughter's doing great. She's still living with us and all that. But she had a, she's had a bit more of a difficult time because of her health issues and all that. So it's going to be a little bit of time before she goes out of the house. But she's already got her a good job. She's already doing good things. People have to realize when you're raising kids, it's not like some kind of uh, job performance rating. It's not about just how well you can perform because some people don't have a whole lot of tools. Some people don't have a lot of money. Some people don't have a lot of resources, but the kids are not going to think about that kind of shit. Maybe when they get older, they'll be aware of, Hey, we don't have what these people have, but you need to teach them not to covenant other people's stuff in the first place. Don't idolize others. Just be yourself and do the best you can in life. 
the thing you're going to be graded on as a parent is, did you love them? Did you care about them? Were you there for them when they needed you, when they needed someone to listen to, when they needed someone to hold them, when they needed to be hugged, when their heart was broken? These are the kind of things you're going to be graded on as a parent from your own children. It doesn't fucking matter what other people think. It doesn't matter what some stranger outside of your home thinks. Did you love your kid? Did you love your child? That is the only thing that fucking matters. It's not about how rich you are or how successful you are at your job or your career whenever it comes to parenting. It comes to were you there? Can your kid, once you have left this world, can your kid honestly and sincerely look another person in the eye and say, my father was good to me. He loved me. He seen me as being the most important thing in his life. And that's how you got to look at your children. You got to look at them as God's gift to you, God's blessing to you, that they originally came from God. They are not yours. They are not your property, but they are sentient human beings that God put in your life to love and care about and experience joy with. And that's how you become a good father or mother. Cherish the little things. Don't cause your little ones to stumble. Love them. Care for them. But to be honest with you, the most important thing that a lot of adults need to learn how to do, you need to grow up and you need to learn how to love yourself. Because I've always said this. If you don't learn how to love yourself and care about yourself and your needs, then you have no business trying to love somebody else. Because if you don't even know how to love yourself or take care of yourself, then you're not going to know how to love somebody else right. And all of your insecurities will subconsciously or unconsciously continue to be pushed down on the other person you're with, whether they're your child or your spouse. Love and accept yourself for who you are. And once you do that, you have room in your life and the skills and the learning and the education to be able to love someone else and take care of someone else. Yes, our kids are a part of us. They are genetically a part of us, but they are God's gift to us. Don't look at them like a slave or some kind of property or a carbon copy of yourself. Do not imagine or fantasize or visualize in your head that they have to do everything you do or commit to everything you've committed to in order to be considered good. Besides, a lot of parents nowadays, they forget that they used to be kids too. They forget that they made a lot of mistakes before they became the person they are now. And when people forget that, and you raise your kids and expect your kid to ultimately be perfect like you perceive yourself to be, well, you're going to have a lot of problems with that. To be an adult, to be a man or a woman, you have to have a lot of experiences. Making mistakes is just as important as accomplishing things. Making mistakes gives you the opportunity to be able to learn and make better decisions and be able to accept opportunities when they come. So, yeah, that's the deal. 
I hope that with all my description and explanation of myself, as well as my wife and how we raised our kids, this will give people an idea on how not to do bad parenting and how to be good. Not just good parents, but good people. Good people tend to make good kids. That's the way it is. If you're a bad person or... And because there are some bad people out there who actually think in their head that they're actually good when they're not. And then they wonder why it is their kids end up totally fucked or stupid. Well, that's the reason. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the video. Remember, Friday, 7 p.m. Central, I'm going to be doing a live show. The link is already available. So is the video that's scheduled. Just click notify and uh, come in and hang out with me. God bless.